that the podcast started often it's great if one person doesn't know that the recording started as well cool just start talking so who are you well oh. <laughs> good segue Rob. Nice. That, was, that was a good segue no seriously i've got instant amnesia who are you well robin <laughs> i am kira your friend with whom you've decided to start recording a podcast cool who am i well robin <laughs> You're the one who makes very poor segues <laughs> into various sections. <laughs> so yeah, um, I, this is the first episode, I suppose. That's what, uh-huh. that's what we're gonna call it. This is the one that will never air because it'll be too embarrassing. Nah, this is out. People like the embarrassing ones. Oh god. Okay. <laughs> sure. So, what's your favourite game? Well, firstly, let's establish what this podcast is about because I'm still not sure. And we're currently, like, one minute into the podcast. <laughs> I told you it was about, like... You quit... told me it was about, like, something, I guess. I said queer gaming. Up... Queer gaming. Yeah. And what I mean by that is not exclusively queer gaming, but anything that's, like, you know, queer, queer gaming, or gaming, gaming, or, or queer. none of the above. Anything that's queer, gaming, or a combination of the both. Uh-huh. Or neither, obviously. I mean, segways so... will go for neither, but... Okay. <laughs> the overall subjects are going to be on queer gaming, i.e. queer or gaming. So, Robin, you queer person, you, what gaming have you been doing recently? Uh, visual cleanup detail, um, oh, Fallout, oh, started playing Hitman Contracts again, and fuck, is that harder than I remember? Yeah. (laughs) No, does I just, I've, I've been obsessed with blood money for ages, I've had it on my laptop for ages, my friend recently bought me Contracts, it's on sale. How you found it, how does it compare? It's got a lot less mechanics, and... I'm so used to having the extra mechanics. Oh, that's that always terrible. I'm just like, I'm going to do this. And then it's like, oh, yeah, I can't. <laughs> no, it's always terrible going back to, like, an older game in a series you love and being like, no, this is unplayable. <laughs> but the thing is, so much of the mechanics introduced in Blood Money were, like, really obvious. I forgot they weren't in the earlier games. Mm-hmm. Like, in Blood Money, you get to pick your weapons and your loadout before you start a mission. Just basic You just stuff. start a mission with, like, your basic guns in this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what the fuck? No, I didn't want my guns. Now I have to hide them and come back for them. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like, um, so I played a bit of Demon Souls back in the olden times. I played a bit of that. Never owned it. Played it. Yeah. And sound. then I went straight to Dark Souls 2. And like, in Dark Souls 2, they changed like some little things in the Didn't game. Then the enemies not respawn or something. That's, that's a thing, yeah. But, um, like... The combat's a little tighter, they're a little sharper, and um, when you're cracking the little soul items, which souls are like the currency of the game. I played it, up... but I haven't owned it, so I know. But yeah, the, yeah, yeah, for the for the people. Uh, yes, Robin, this is for the audience's <laughs> benefit. I'm new to this. Fucking hell. So yeah, souls are like the... I decided to do a podcast with you. <laughs> you didn't. I decided to do a podcast with oh, you. Oh, yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> yeah, my mistake. <laughs> So yeah, souls are the currency. Anyway, so souls are the currency and you can pick up little <laughs> items that generally just sit in your inventory for ages until you're like, oh, I want to buy something. So I'll crack a bunch of soul items, get the souls out. And then like uh, Dark Souls 2, you could like choose how many of each item you wanted to crack at once. So you could break open like 30 of the little soul items you've been picking up and hadn't cracked because you didn't want to spend them yet. 
but in like Dark Souls 1, you go back to it and like you have to crack them individually one at a time. So you're standing there for a minute just like bursting these soul items to get the currency. It's awful and I hate it. And that is a common problem of going from a later game in the series to an earlier one. Yeah. On the subject of Dark Souls and Demon Souls, you know, the, the mm. Souls series. Gotta love him. Huge fan. Um... I have this massive problem because I'm really interested in how they tell story. Yeah, it's a brilliant story. But I do not play games to be challenged. I play games on normal or easy. Like, if I've played it before, I'll play it on normal. I've never played a game on hard because that's not why I play games. I don't want to be challenged. I want to enjoy an interactive story, an interactive world. Boo. Just watch a film. That's good <laughs> films, right? You can't interact with a film. Like, Fallout, I can explore the world. And I want... I don't want to be... I want the exploration and I want the, you know, the impact I have on that story. And that's what I want. I don't particularly like being challenged. I hate, I get so frustrated and annoyed with games when I can't yeah. beat them. And I'm the opposite. So this podcast will work perfectly because we'll have a real like. But no, it's really annoying because I've tried to get into demons. I can't remember what it was I got, but I bought one of them and I had a PS3. And I really tried to get into it because I'm really... I'm interested in narrative and story and stuff, like I've said. Okay. And I really wanted to get into how it tells... And I'm really interested in how it tells story, but I could not get into it. Uh-huh. Frustrated me so much. No, Dark Souls... Like, that was a big criticism of Dark Souls 2, actually. The story was basically not very good. But Dark Souls 1 has a beautiful story, and it's all... For those of you who don't know, at home, listeners... Good. It's good to, like, constantly address the listeners. That's definitely a good thing to do in a podcast. That was sarcasm. I use sarcasm sometimes. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, to get back on topic, Dark Souls uh, tells this story a lot through um, descriptions on the items you pick up and also where those items are placed and what's in the surroundings. Yeah, my friend showed and me this. It's amazing. And I didn't know. I didn't. I'm going to sound like a scrub or a noob or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Whatever outdated term you want to use. Mm-hmm. But no, um, I didn't actually know Dark Souls had a story. I just thought it yeah. was a dungeon crawler. Mm-hmm. Because um, it's none of it's up front. It's all just like, you find an item in a place. What made me buy... And you're like, well, hang on. This means this character must have visited this place at some point. What made me want to buy it was the fact that my housemate showed me that it had a story and showed mm-hmm. me how the story was told. And I was like, oh my god, that's so interesting. I'm going to try and get into this. And I just couldn't do it. I just... It's a very epic story as well, which I'm a huge sucker for. All I... gods and dragons. <laughs> Oh, and primordial things from the beginning of time. When I get my new computer and I can actually play decent games, I need to see if there's like an easy mod so <laughs> I can play it. <laughs> Every enemy has one HP sort of mod. No, no. <laughs> but no, it's um. It. Uh, have you played FTL? That um. Oh, FTL's a good one. Is that FTL? like? Uh, that's what we call a modern roguelike, or one of the new roguelikes, or a roguelike-like, depending on how pedantic the person you're talking to is. Well, no, yeah, I like the way that told story, and I modded that so it was easier, because I couldn't beat it. Nah, hard mode. Hard mode. Super hard mode. I, I get, think they've get... got a new hard mode with the latest patch. I know. I ages ago. tried it. I died on the first. Um, for those of you don't... But yeah, you're aware that it's got se- sectors, and you have to move from sector to sector until you get to the mm-hmm. final boss, which I swear God couldn't beat. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a tricky one. But no, um, on hard mode I couldn't get past the first stage. But when I beat it, I modded in the um, USS Enterprise because I'm a massive geek and I wanted. I named Picard and um, Picard, Geordie, and Data. <laughs> oh, that's a crew. fun thing in that game. Naming all your crew after your friends and then they die and you're just like, I can't, I can't. Come Picard on. died. 
Oh my god, Jean-Luc Picard died. And I had it on it, like, how I had it is, you know the fleet that chases you through all these sections and force you to constantly keep moving? Mm-hmm. They didn't they didn't move. So I could explore it free will. So I did everything and upgraded myself to yeah. be God. That, that would break the game. That's a necessary mechanic to stop you over-leveling in early areas. But that's the point. I didn't want to challenge. I wanted to over-level. No. <laughs> I enjoyed how that told a story. And that did have... Not a deep story, but it had a story, mm-hmm. and I liked how it told it very loosely. And I'm imagining that's similar to what Dark Souls did or does. Um, in a way, yes, but I think Dark Souls has more of a strict narrative that you discover. Whereas, I mean, in FTL, what kind of story is there? You have well, it's not really a story. It's more of a world. It's a wo- uh, That's what I was gonna say. It's more of a world. You understand there's these different races. There's a federation. Yeah. There are rebels. And there's space racism. Uh huh. Or spacism, spacism. <laughs> as no one should ever call it. Well, it's like, um, I can't remember who said it, but somebody coined, I think it was Jartsy, but I might be wrong. Probably am, actually. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know Kill um, Killzone on the PlayStation consoles, which is pretty much just space Nazis? <laughs> I, somebody called them Spartsies, and I just love that term. Mm-hmm. Did you know that's, space Nazis? Spartsies! That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the Hellgast in... Cool zone are pretty much just space Nazis. Nice. Oh, is of course, it... I have no idea what you're talking about because we have never both played the same game. <laughs> um, Mitchell and Webb, that um BBC show that's now off the air, but you know the sketch show. Very funny new series of uh, Peep Show coming up soon. Oh, interesting. For, no, um... Just a little tidbit for all you uh, viewers at home. I remember a sketch that Mitchell and Webb did I on their show. To the viewers at home again. I, remember... I feel like that's very bad podcasting practice, probably. <laughs> I remember so... as well as cutting off, you know, the other participants. <laughs> you shut up! That is I'm really the one just... that talks over people. <laughs> I need to get my talking over you in there, just so you know. I'm doing it as a favour to you, so people don't just like hate you all the time. That's what I'm really doing. That's right. Everyone hates me anyway. That's my charm. <laughs> yeah, that, that makes sense. You know... Anyway, moving on. What was I saying? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mitchell and Webb. That's it, Mitchell and Webb. There's a sketch they do, and there's, um, you know the SS? They had, like, the badges oh, with the skulls God, on. Oh, God, I know the one, like, yeah. Have you noticed our uniforms have skulls on? Are we the bad guys? That is a great line. <laughs> and that reminded me of Killzone, because it's like, um, yeah, does this is probably going to be put on SoundCloud. I won't be able to put images, but I'm addressing the viewers, bad thing, but I'm going to do it. Uh-huh. Quickly Google Hellgast if you haven't seen them before. They are such the bad guys. How do they not know they're the bad guys? <laughs> no, isn't there... Um, might be a different game I'm thinking of here, so please forgive me. Isn't there, like, a thing, though, if you're actually, like, on the Hellgast world and it's not Earth and it's, like, maybe we're the bad guys? That's the second one. That's where they the died trying to delve into the um philosophy of, you know, maybe we're the bad guys, but they did it in a very triple-way way, so... They mm-hmm. didn't do it. Guys, guys, maybe we're the bad guys. But, but no, yeah. seriously, we're the good guys. Don't worry about it. Yeah. But no, Ugh. we literally just... Triple A gaming. I think it's Fallout... Ugh. I think it's Ugh. Killzone 3, but we literally destroyed their planet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we're the bad guys there. We're definitely the bad guys. I mean, they tried to destroy our planet, but they didn't, and we mm. did destroy... The... You know what? I'm gonna go with we're both bad guys. <laughs> there's not a good guy in this war. Mm-hmm. Like you know, there's the ones that dress like the bad guys, and then there's the bad guys that don't dress like bad guys. There's the ones that just look the part, and the ones with no fashion senses. 
You know what? I'm going to put it this way. There's the, we're committed to being the bad guys. And then there's the non-committal bad guys. They're the bad guys <laughs> that think they're the good guys, which in a way is even worse. In America. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, let's get political. <laughs> in the most superficial way possible. <laughs> oh, that's one thing I do like. I don't like everything about Team America, but I do think it's a good movie because it's very much aware of America's flaws and it plays on them. Yeah. That... I don't know because, again, we consume different media all the time and never the same. Media. It's South Park humour, but it's good South Park humour, so it's still a bit crap or a bit, you know, near the mark for me. But uh... it's, you know, it's hovering on the line for me where what I deem acceptable humour mm-hmm. well it's not what I deem acceptable more what I enjoy in my humour because mm. I do think South Park is acceptable humour it's just I tend not to enjoy it a lot yeah no I'd agree with that <laughs> like someone showed me an episode or someone kept recommending me South Park probably Jasmine and I saw an episode of it and I was like yep yeah, no that was that was fine you know it wasn't particularly funny or clever you see the better episodes where they actually make commentary on things I find interesting mm. and I don't know what to say funny, but I find it interesting and you no, know. No, I think the episode I watched was very much like that, but it was very much just saying, "Hey guys, we think this," and like everyone who also thought it was like, "Oh, it's so good, it's so funny," and but I was the like, "The thing is, I don't think the creators actually do it with their views because they do so many conflicting episodes." Mm. <laughs> but yeah, it was just like. They don't really delve into the subject in any detail. They just, like, very surface level brushed across it. And I was like, uh, you know. Yeah, I know. Um, with... It seemed like trying to be edgy to people who aren't actually yeah, very um, edgy. Oh, the humour in Tim America is very much that America's over the top and end up doing more damage than good when uh, they try to do good. And, you know, North Korea is a bit shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> Guys, guys, we're going to say the most controversial thing that is still widely believed and popular and will sell us lots of copies. Basically, the biggest joke in it is that Kim Jin, uh, whatever the fuck it, I've got his name now. Kim Jong-un? That's it. Like, yeah, he's a bit of a dick, isn't he? Uh, whoa, hold on there, Team America. You're, you're off the leash there. <laughs> My favourite scene is when um, he uses a trapdoor to throw some American politician into um, a giant, it's like a shark trap, but it's just because they're puppets. It's just like a goldfish or something that eats him. <laughs> that is quite a good joke, actually. And the puppet sex scene. I'm sorry, it was a bit, bit awful. Yeah. But I kind of found it funny. Okay, I like. I haven't actually seen this again, so this is a good sort of. Imagine... You know what, Robin? I think you're right to say we shouldn't like have any topics pre-planned. We should just freeform it. Because then we'll both be able to have really good discussions on points we both know something about, as is clearly the case. The only way I describe the set scene in Team America is imagine a very young child that's just understood like sex, like they haven't, they don't understand sex, but they've seen porn, and they're trying to reenact it with their Barbie and Kendall. Okay. They're just bashing against each other. Mm. (laughs) Humor, people. That's satire. That is. Anyway, we should probably change the subject if we've just been talking about Team America, and anyone who's seen it knows what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it? I did have a subject for this, and we completely missed it. Very good. Choices in gaming, that was it. Ooh, choices in gaming. Because, yeah, narratives, and, and this goes on from what we were talking about earlier with narratives in game. Yeah. But I, li- I love... 
does games never allow you to tell your own story? Mm, maybe The Sims, but still you're limited. Maybe Minecraft is limited. Either they have a story they want to tell you, or it's just very open, and the stories you can tell are kind of limited by the game mechanics. Would you say that's fair? Yeah, like in The Sims, you can do a lot of things, but I don't know, you Mm-hmm. Don't you can't do it in The Sims now. <laughs> like when you tried to organise that coke fueled sex party and there was no way to, you know, hit up a drug dealer for some cocaine. Mods. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, if any modders for The Sims 4 are listening, there's a smoking mod on The Sims 3. Please be like The Sims 4. I've stopped smoking in real life now, but I want to live vicariously through my Sim. Uh, Please put that mod in. She still vapes, it's not really quitting. <laughs> I've quit. She just likes to. Think I've quit, quit the tar and rat poison. That's the best bit. <laughs> well, you That's know. That's the bit that makes it feel so good. I can no longer fill in potholes by coughing on them. <laughs> <laughs> hey kids, don't smoke. It's not worth it. Vape. Vaping's cooler. Vape. Okay. <laughs> Let me address this issue, right? Kids, if you want to look cool, then don't vape. Do smoke. But also, it's really not worth, like, the dying and the lack of lung capacity and the feeling shit. So well, the way just I... Just get, like, a leather jacket or something. The way I put it is, how do you play roulette? Because if you put your chips on black, white, or odd and even, don't also, smoke. If you put your chips on one number, start smoking. You're the, you're the right person for this. <laughs> also, kids, don't gamble. <laughs> so, you know... Invest wisely. I've just been thinking about roulette because I've just got to New, um, New Vegas. Um, no, the strip in New Vegas. Mm-hmm. And um, I've just been playing shitloads of roulette. Because <laughs> I love roulette, but I don't oh, like gambling with my real life money. Do you remember, right, back on the Pokemons, like red and blue and gold and silver? No. Where they had the, I'm replaying really like, red, so I'm going to get to it, but I don't remember it. So go on. They had the slot machine game. And you'd always, everyone always swore there was some way to influence it, and I'm not sure if there was. Oh, I love the playground myths about Pokemon oh, are legendary. So good. Mew, Mew lives on in my heart as a myth oh. that's not true. No, it's true. You can catch Mew. You can catch Mew, but you can't. No, Mew too is it? Is it the one that you know you have to push a van and you can't actually push it? And oh, there are so many myths about how to catch Mew, but there was a way to like actually do What's it. Was there? Also, you could catch Professor Oak, I think, as well. That was a you had to hack the game or something like. You didn't have to hack the game, but you had to like influence things that weren't supposed to be influenced. You like make a register go like off the bottom somewhere mm. by walking in a certain. Yeah, way. you had to do the um missing node glitch to do it, didn't you? Yeah, some sort but, of glitch. Um... Yes. Oh, anyway, no, no, no. I was talking about um the slot machine, and playground myths. Like another one was um, yeah, when you're trying to catch a Pokemon. You gotta hold down B. It increases your catch rate if you hold down B as the Pokeball is shaking. Never heard that one. Did you not hear that one? I mean, that was just my school playground. You see, I heard a lot of these myths, but I didn't have Pokemon when I was a kid because my parents wouldn't allow me a Game Boy. They said it was too bad for my eyes because of the screen. Which, having owned a Game Boy since, I actually agree with them. Like, I don't agree with them not letting me have one, but they were right. It bloody hurts your eyes. Yeah. You need to have optimal lighting. I, you need to be sitting under the sun. No, no, that's another thing, like learning how to tilt the screen just right so when you're in the back of the car on the long family car trip to wherever you're camping on holiday, you could like play it as the streetlights were passing by. (laughs) And you'd have like brief periods of light where you go, yes, move, go. Oh no, it's dark again. Believe it or not, my 
Carl Jennings were worse because we played I Spy. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, you should be more sorry for my parents. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I remember... They're like, maybe we should get Mom and Boy. <laughs> but no, um... I remember I got this, I can't remember what it was, but it was something that let me record, it wasn't the main purpose of it, but I could record my voice on it, it was some sort of computeristic thing that was the, the future back then. But um, I was really bored in the car journey, mm. so I recorded myself saying, are we there yet for 10 minutes, and then put it on repeat oh and fell asleep. <laughs> that is... I don't know how my parents didn't drown me in the bathtub. <laughs> you know, that would be like admissible evidence in court, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> like, I'm glad my parents are good at resisting temptation more than I am. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say something, I forgot it now. Uh, no, I'm going to link back again to what we were talking <laughs> about. Slot machine in Pokemon games. You play it for ages and you'd lose everything. And then you just reload your save. Oh, no, that brings me on to a really funny thing that I found when I was playing New Vegas. Because I need to get, you need to have, um, you haven't played Fallout New Vegas, so you don't know this. Mm. You need to have $2,000, not dollars, um, chips, no. Caps. Caps! I haven't even played the game, folks. I'm a bit overexcited here. <laughs> yeah, come down, come down. But now, um, you need to have 2,000 caps to be able to win to the strip. There's a casino you can go in before that, mm-hmm. but it's low stakes and it's a dive. It's a brothel slash casino. I love it. It's my favourite place. Classy, classy place. I love it because, you know, you can win some caps and then go upstairs and have a bit of a, BDM se- a BDSM session with a lesbian ghoul. <laughs> I know what some of those words mean. <laughs> they're like, there's humans that have been massively irradiated and their flesh is falling off and they're radioactive and, you know. <laughs> sure, sure, yeah. As the ghoul herself puts it in the game, some people are into, um... Necrophilia and oh, what's the word when people like being hurt? I forgot the word for it. Masochism. Masochism. Yeah. Some people are into necrophilia and masochism, and it's like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna win some money. Go upstairs with you. <laughs> Does it really? Rather than everyone into <laughs> necrophilia and masochism. Only in Fallout. For you guys at home, if you ever meet her. I don't. Robin Phoenix does. That's not me. That's my character in the game. Okay. She's nothing like me. She has short pink hair. Mm. <laughs> good, good. Entirely different character. The same name, basically no, the same hair. No, she has my middle name as her last name. And the same Clearly fetishes. <laughs> what we share one same fetish. And it's not necrophilia. necrophilia. <laughs> guys, guys, necrophilia. It's not necrophilia. Guys, I'm covering my mouth with my hands <laughs> so she can't hear what I'm saying. But it's necrophilia. No, I'm into weird shit. I'm not ashamed of my kings. <laughs> you know what? Dead people. Apart from necrophilia. Dead people. She is ashamed of that one. Fuck <laughs> off. This is my stage whisper voice. Are you stage right or stage left? Uh, well, like in politics, I'm stage left. <laughs> High five. Ow. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that hurt quite a bit. But no, um, as I was saying, um, you can quick save in, um, you can't have console versions, but PC Master is everyone, hell yeah. You can quick save in the PC version by pressing F5 and then quick load by pressing F9. So, I win some money, F5 it, go back into Gamble, and if I lost, F9 it. But then, um, the, t- uh, the dealer counts the deck to make sure nobody's cheating for a minute when you quick load. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's such a clever thing. That is clever, yeah. <laughs> First time I did it, I was like, ah, oh. and I'm not sure if it's just my laptop being a bit slow, because it's nearing its 
you know, used by Daddy. Mm-hmm. It is for gaming. But um, it kept crashing when I did it a few times. I'm not sure if that's built into the game or it's my <laughs> laptop, but I really hope it's built into the game. Because it was like neat. every second or third time I did it, I didn't recognise... I, I was trying to recognise the pattern, but I kept forgetting that I was focusing on gambling. But no, I really hope that's built into the game. What is it you play in it? Is it Blackjack or Roulette or what? You can play Blackjack, Roulette, Slot Machines. Because but... you can card count in Blackjack and actually win money. Well, I mean, you might be able to. <laughs> I can't math. Well, I could do it in a game with a notepad set up beside <laughs> me. But interestingly, Robin, when I went to the casino <laughs> with my notepad, oh, they not... asked me to leave. I'm not naming names here, but person X, I, know, uh, I have something I used to know. Somebody <laughs> that I used to know. Tell me after that. Maybe it's yeah. Maybe it's a story left after. No, no, no. Tell me who Person X is afterwards. Oh yeah, Person X. Um, oh, they ha- used to work in the casino near where we live. I don't know, obviously, because they wouldn't have gone up to fucking Vegas. Uh, anyway, <laughs> casino. They Person got, X. They got fired from their casino job because they were caught having intercourse in an alleyway in Victorian drag. Like anyone would. (laughs) Jesus Christ. What is the world coming to? This is when I used to be a raver. I used to know some interesting people back then. Yeah. (laughs) Now they're just like not even in Victorian drag when they're having sex in an alley. Boring people. That's one thing that I know a lot of people that have affect a kink and it's one of the weird ones I don't have. Like public. Victorian drag. (laughs) What's that? (laughs) Interestingly enough, don't have that kink. Have had sex with that person in Victorian town. Well, yeah, sometimes it's nice to do something for your partner if it's not too off putting to you. It's a story I'm not going to say because it's not a happy story, but no. Well, okay. We'll, <laughs> we'll move swiftly. What are we talking Gaming. Gaming, yeah? Oh, yeah. Well, that, that covers the queer bit. Okay. For all you queer listeners who are like, well, this is all, all just games so far, what's in it for me? Victorian drag. <laughs> But no, yeah, um, I used to know some interesting characters from my vegan scene. It's the only bit I miss from it. Well, mm-hmm. slightly miss the drugs. Don't miss the after effects <laughs> of the drugs. <laughs> Quite. <laughs> Suicide Tuesday is not to be missed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gaming? Gaming. It's like a gaming podcast, yeah? Well, queer gaming. It's okay. queer and gaming. Mm-hmm. And drugs. Actually, let's talk about our honest. Let's cover all bases here. There we go. <laughs> So, Robin, I hear you've been playing this Aranis game recently, and I, for one, would like to know a bit about it. <laughs> yeah, I've already bored with it, but for the sake of everyone else. I just Robin, don't, spo- don't break the fourth wall here. I I'm, I'm She-Hulk. Everyone here was, like, perfectly on board with the idea I'm that she- I... No, you can't break the fourth wall. I'm She-Hulk. Okay. <laughs> She's doing her geek thing now where she talks about shit no one really cares about. Yeah, um, as you don't know, she out can break the fourth wall because she learned it from a friend. This is not Aranis. <laughs> but yeah, Aranis. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Aranis, it's made by this, um, I can't pronounce their name, but are their Twitter, Twitter? Fuck it, I don't use Twitter. <laughs> Two episodes for that. My, uh, the Tumblr blog is called FFFBBB and I can pronounce that, so I'm going to call them that. But, <laughs> Fubba on Tumblr <laughs> made this game called Aranis, and you play as this um oh transgender girl. She's a trans hit woman in this like almost utopian dystopia. <laughs> Basically, the Turfs won the war. What war? Don't quite know, but they won it. 
So there's like no men anymore. Robin, I'm uh, unfamiliar with this term turf that you use. <laughs> turf. Yeah, what um, is a turf? Trans exclusionary, trans exclusionary radical feminist. Yeah. It's or, like a feminist, but a shit one who hates people a lot. But yeah, um, and they sort of, so trans people to avoid uh, offending any of the gamers are now called snowflakes instead of you know the Tesla. Mm-hmm. Tesla. <laughs> but yeah, um. That's like the story they use in the universe, but it's really interesting that there's no men. <laughs> it's just this, like I say, it's this, I don't know, it's a, you know, utopian dystopia, because it's a ter- it's a terse utopia, but, which is actually a dystopia, but it's not run down and shit, it's actually a working economy and stuff, but. Mm. No, it's, Imagine it... that, people, like a very dystopian world that seems on the surface to be just working. Hunger Games. Imagine that uh, hypothetical situation. Imagine that imagined, fictitious. <laughs> oh, you're talking about our real world. Yeah. But no, um, I'd be. Oh, I say I've been well, speaking. I'm just to... trying to be edgy, really. Don't worry about it. I say I've been speaking to the person. Like they answered one question I posted to their blog. <laughs> <laughs> She's basically Tumblr famous, is what we're trying to say. I've got 632 followers. I don't know. I'm up there. <laughs> And uh, if anyone is listening to this on my blog, I'm going to do a giveaway when I get to 666 followers because Hail Satan or some shit. Uh-huh. You know, some Sorry, age... Robin, what's uh, what's the name of your blog? What What is that called? Uh, Rainbow Writing. Oh, Rainbow Writing. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. I will have to check that out later. And if you wanted to visit it on one of your modern computer thingies, it would, you'd have to go to rainbowwriting.co.uk. .co.uk. Okay. Rainbowwriting.co.uk. Don't... Or Rainbow Writing on Tumblr, is it? Yeah, search Rainbow Writing, you'll find me. Wow, what a fascinating little uh, offshoot of the conversation we've had there. So tell me more about this Aranus game. Uh, we're going to have to wrap it up, we've got three minutes left, but quickly. Wait, what? this has a time limit. I was... ish. I think I don't remember when we started, but I was in half an hour-ish. Okay, well, it's good that you told me this before we started recording, <laughs> along with that list of topics you gave me. Because else this might have been a real shit show. We can go longer if you want. I just thought half an hour would be a good time. Well, uh, let's have this discussion during the show, definitely. But also, yeah, fine. We'll just do half an hour. <laughs> but no, yeah, um, Aranis. Um, I've been thinking about ideas for the prequel. And, um, I mean, I posted this to Tumblr. No idea if the person, the developer, read it. Hope they did. If you did, and if you're listening to this developer, I love you. <laughs> Please do my ideas. Also, I'm available for writing. Mm-hmm. Even... And she's a really cool person who won't just fangirl out, obviously, <laughs> as is evident from this podcast. <laughs> Basically, I want a job. You've got my dream job. Give me my dream job. <laughs> I want to write queer games. <laughs> Very good. But I think it'd be interesting to explore um, the main character called Sila, the mm-hmm. trans hit woman. It'd be interesting to explore how she becomes such a, not nasty, but a guarded Very character. Very closed off character, yeah. you've told me. And I think it'd be interesting to see her start with the beginning of her transition and then not be able to find work because she's a snowflake, as, input, uh, as put in universe. Mm-hmm. And then she's sort of driven to um, assassin work, similar to how more so in America, but also in this country, I definitely know from myself but people dove into sex work so what views hit work as like an analogy analogous for work outside of the regular yeah. normal system and you could sort of explore a lot of trans subjects through that in a really interesting way i feel mm-hmm. and you could do it her does i know 
you know, I know that you tend to get jaded and you tend to see your clients as work. <laughs> you know, you're paying me. Cool, I'll do it. You're not paying me? Ha! Fuck off. I literally don't care about you. <laughs> and it'd be interesting to see her become like that through like this hip work and stuff until we leave her as the character she is. So less of a story focusing on the world and more a story focusing in the world around Sita. Mm-hmm. But I think it'd be good for a prequel. And I'm all about I've already got ideas. Jot it down in a notepad. Just tell me to write them. A Pay full me. script. That's <laughs> what she means when she says ideas. I, I can have a six hour game game done. <laughs> um yeah, there so we've got like a minute left, I was going to talk. Yeah. Um is there anything we want to wrap up with then? You've talked about uh, your Uranus game. Is there anything you want to talk about? I Dark mean, Souls. We talked about uh, choices. FTL there. Choice in gaming. Yeah, I think... And uh, anecdotes about Pokemon. And I've drunk the less, least I've ever drunk in half an hour. Um, uh, yeah. Is that your first drink? <laughs> yeah. Also, we've been drinking this whole time. Oh, I mean, Kira more than me. I've like had three sips mm. because... I don't know if you... Go on. It's almost... Well, Okay. It's almost as if she talks more than me and constantly cuts me off. I was about to say, it's almost like I haven't stopped talking this entire time. <laughs> she knows it, it's cool. <laughs> like, I nearly, the really ironic thing is, I nearly cut you off to say the same thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good, good podcasting skills there. But yeah, no, I was thinking this is either going to be a bi monthly or a monthly thing. Mm. I was thinking monthly to start with, if we get a good reception, mm. bi monthly. She's had a lot of thoughts about this podcast, which she hasn't bothered to clue me in before we started recording. No, this is bullshit. I have told her. She hasn't paid attention. What? She talks a lot, to be fair. You can't pay attention to all of it. I agree with that. Anyway, enjoy this podcast, which is basically just her talking a lot. It's very interesting, and she's a fascinating woman. Okay, bye. Toodaloo. Peace out, my lovelies.